Hi, hello, welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is March 12th, 2023. Hopefully this episode finds you well in, uh, you know, high spirits, high hopes, all that. Yes. Um, let's see, as for me, I've been pretty good. I, um, whoosh, I did, a man, I had a little, a little drunken time, which was fun, you know, while, while we had it. Um, hung out with some friends, did a little project, um, but I gotta say, I was, um, in a bad way, so I tried to eat some McDonald's, a little trash food to kind of soak up the alcohol, and I tried to take a nap, and I woke up, and I still felt bad, oh, I felt so bad, I always hate when, like, the alcohol math just goes wrong, like, sometimes you do it perfect, and you can just chug, 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 chug along, and then sometimes you just do the wrong mix and you didn't eat and this and that happens and you're just toast. You're just over. You're cooked. Um, so that happened. And I wound up going to Olive Garden. Not really in the best like physical shape, but I did rally and uh, got some soup, salad, and breadsticks. I stuck to the, uh, was it chicken and gnocchi? Yeah, chicken and gnocchi soup. And, you know, just OG salad. And, um, yeah, you know, just standard action. OG, OG. <laughs> but, um, let's see. That's pretty much all I got for myself. Like I said, doing pretty good. Rocking in the free world. Um, but we can get to the news. From AFP. Japan HP. Not HP, sorry. Japan H3 rocket fails. Destruct command issued. So, uh, apparently this wasn't the first time that they have tried to launch this, uh, you know, next generation rocket. Um, it failed after the liftoff on Tuesday. Um, it had looked successful after, um, you know, it had launched. They launched at 10.37 a.m. Uh, the first stage separation appeared to go as planned, but soon afterwards, signs of trouble emerged. It seems like... It seems that the velocity is coming down, announcers on the JAXA live feed said. With the command center then announcing, the second stage engine ignition is has not been confirmed yet. We continue uh, we continue to confirm the situation. The live feed was briefly halted with a message reading, we are currently checking the status. Please wait. When it resumed, the command center announced the news. Destruct command has been transmitted to H3 because there was no possibility of achieving the mission. Um, there was no explanation on why the launch failed. Uh, and this was a launch vehicle that was an observation, or the H3 is a launch vehicle for an observation satellite. And the rocket has been mooted as a possible competitor to the SpaceX's Falcon 9. Now, I looked around and found from Nippon.com that uh, a power system problem seems to be behind last week's shocking failure of a Japanese flagship H3 rocket launch. So, there you have it. <laughs> I don't believe that there was any, like, you know, physical harm or anything like that from the incident. Uh, but, yeah. You know, definitely a bummer. We didn't get to space there. You never like to see it. Um, let's see. From Reuters, 
Five women who say they were denied abortions sue Texas. Um, so this is definitely one of those sad ramifications that, you know, we, we inevitably were going to talk about. It wasn't just going to be a hypothetical, um, you know, post, um, you know, the Supreme Court getting rid of uh, Roe v. Wade. So, you know, essentially we have people who, um, you know, are in Texas and they filed a lawsuit and asked the state court in Austin uh, to clarify that doctors cannot be prosecuted for providing abortions if their good faith judgment, the procedure, if if in if it in gosh I'm mush mouth, if in their good faith judgment the procedure is necessary to treat emergencies that threaten patients' lives or health. Um, so, I think it's one of those situations where. Like, because people are so wrapped up in the idea of, like, abortion is morally wrong, like, you're, you're killing a baby, da 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 they are willing to make these, like, sweeping, like, bills and sweeping, like, laws and have them in place and be like, okay, this is fine, we've done it. But then there are literally people who are like, no, I, I believe in having a, a child, what have you, I'm trying to have a child, and next thing you know, like, my, my unborn baby has, you know, it's going to not make it to term. And it's a shame in these situations that women are going to have to risk their lives because the doctors are like, I can't treat this issue now. Like, yes, I am, you know, telling you, hey, you know, your baby has no chance of viability. Um, It is essentially just more or less dead cells. And it's, you know, a thing in your body now that is only now harming you. But I can't perform this procedure because I could lose my license. I could get sued to high heaven. And um, not to mention even prison time. That's something I even forget. So it's one of those things where, like, my knee-jerk reaction is to be mad at the doctors. It's like, why aren't you doing this? Like, you see there's a problem. Like, do your job. But because there's so much on the line from, you know, for their lives, their careers, I get that they, why they have to be so hesitant. But in, you know, these, in some of these women's situations, they had to literally go through like sepsis, had to go through intensive care. And, you know, literally their lives were threatened because of this law. So, you know, the idea that Texas is just going to stick to the script here um, is definitely unfortunate, um, you know. I think they're going to try to lean on the law and say, hey, we're just enforcing the law and that's all we're doing. Um, let's see. Uh, the spokesperson who is from, uh, what is it? Uh, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton uh, pointed to um, Paxton's guidance last July that the Texas law protects women facing life-threatening physical conditions resulting from pregnancy complications. Um, But one of the plaintiffs in Monday's lawsuit, Amanda Zorowski, said she was hospitalized in Texas with a premature rupture of membranes, meaning her fetus could not be saved, but was told she could not have an abortion until fetal cardiac um, activity stopped or her condition became life-threatening. Um... It's just a terrible situation to put women through, period, in my opinion. Um, And I hope that, you know, this lawsuit goes in favor of these women. Hopefully I can keep you guys posted on it. Um, But yeah, I mean, this this shit is just so traumatic. It's so sad. 
And not to mention, I don't think that this should be the, the thing that, like, like, one, you shouldn't even have to fight for this period. But two, I just feel like abortion should just be legal. I don't know, you know. I, you can talk about the time, like, when is it too late, blah, 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 I guess. But, like, they they definitely should not. We shouldn't be in this kind of draconian place. Um, but, yeah, I wanted to hit that, and we can move along. Um, from CNN, U.S. Justice Department sues to block JetBlue purchase of Spirit Airlines. Um, speaking of takeoff, I'm going to take my break a little early. Yum, yummy. All right, we're back. Um, we've um covered a little bit of this before. Um, in terms of the JetBlue Spirit Airlines acquisition. There was a bit of, um, you know, disagreement, at, you know, amongst the people in, in spirit saying, oh, we don't know if we're comfortable with this idea. We don't know if we want to be bought by um, JetBlue. We actually maybe want to be bought by Frontier. And if you guys aren't familiar, and honestly, I'm barely familiar anyway. I'm a guy who's flown on a plane technically twice, once and back. But essentially, Spirit is a very much a budget airline. Um, usually the tickets are the cheapest you can get, um, but it often shows in the product that you get in terms of your experience. And oftentimes there are a bunch of fees that come for just doing the most m just minor of things. Um, so I've heard overall a lot of bad things, but one thing that is not disputed is the price is always pretty good. But um, being bought by JetBlue, it definitely looks like a potential issue is um money like it's going to go up like the prices of tickets and things like that are going to go up for the consumer now JetBlue is trying to say hey wait us merging with spirit is only going to be a good thing because it's going to help us compete with the other bigger airlines and the department of justice is like mm, but once again what about the customer that doesn't seem right um and they don't want to like um aid in monopolies but also another thing i feel like they're adding but for like the past like 20 years or so, um, essentially that's exactly what the Department of Justice has done for a lot of other major airlines. They just let them gobble up all these smaller ones that are potentially like, eh, you know, we need some like money, we need some help, we like want to merge or do something, otherwise we're going to go out of business or something like that, and they just get gobbled up. So um, here we are. Um, I, I do tend to lean on the idea that maybe this merger isn't the best thing. But um, I don't know. I also feel like I'm a person who just doesn't have a dog in this fight. I don't like the idea of air travel. And, um, you know, I, I think having lower, you know, ticket rates is probably the best thing for, for all of us, the average Joe or Jane. But um, I don't know. Like I said, I'm sure someone who might have a big economy brain or whatever could be like, oh, well, actually, you know. This is why JetBlue is pretty good, you know, and them having more, you know, viability in the market's a good thing. I don't know. I'm, I'm not an economist. I'm just a guy. I'm just a dude. So, um, yeah, I won't linger on there. Obviously, if you'd like to read that, catch up by all means. I'm sure we'll have more updates down the pipe as the story develops. 
Um, let's see. From the BBC News, Silicon Valley Bank. Regulators take over as failure uh, raises fears. So um, definitely a lot has been developing towards the end of the week uh, with this bank. But U.S. regulators have shut down Silicon Valley Bank, or SVB, and taking control of its customer deposits in its largest failure of a U.S. bank since uh, 2008. Uh, I think this bank has been uh, around for like 40 years, uh, but it is a, a key tech lender, and it was um, trying really hard to plug a loss of the sale of assets affected by higher rates. And I guess because of like all these higher rates and them not going down, um, I think it affects like bonds and things of that nature. So they go down in value. So people are trying to sell that to make their money back. Then actually this is like kind of making a, a void in the money. And people, once they notice this, when, once it gets talked about, they do what's called a bank run. And essentially they're saying, hey, I need to get all my money out of this bank and transfer it to a new bank because I cannot get my money frozen out. Excuse me. That's become more and more of a common thing, as you see, at least in the crypto sphere. Um, also, something that where I mean, maybe you see the name and you kind of already maybe think this, but um, Silicon Valley Bank did have a bit of crypto interest, I believe, in like uh, some kind of exchange or thing called uh, the Circle, something like that. I'm not talking about the Netflix show, but uh, that was something I kind of found out. Granted, I don't know how much of that is involved as opposed to the actual bonds and interest thing. Like, what's the main issue? Maybe they're both very important. I don't know. Time's going to tell me. But um, it's definitely not looking too good for SVB. Um, I know there's been talks of, oh, are we going to maybe do a bailout? Uh, but from another article uh, from CBS News, Yellen rules out a bailout for Silicon Valley Bank. We're not going to do that again. Um, and Janet Yellen, Yellen, sorry, is the Treasury Secretary um, for you know the United States federal government. Um, so yeah, I mean, she's essentially saying like, hey, we're gonna do the best we can for the customers. We're gonna try to make sure that we make things right, but they're inevitably checks and balances that are keeping us from doing that. So we're just not going to do that. So, I mean, in a way, that's definitely good, but it definitely doesn't bode well for the people on the hook right now. Um, going back to the article um, from BBC, um, it's definitely like, it, like I don't know, like when you hear it's like, oh, this is a healthcare startup and they're scrambling to like get their money in order and stuff like that. Like that's scary. That's potentially, that's unsettling. You know what I mean? Because these are things that are going to, trickle down to potentially you in a way. Uh, so that's that's concerning. Um, I don't know. I mean, like I said, all this money talk definitely makes me queasy. I don't like it. Um, and I always feel like I'm in over my head when we talk about it. But um, hopefully, you know, for any of these guys, you know, you know, not like rooting for capitalism or anything here, but hopefully, you know, they're not too screwed out. Because like I said, I always feel like this is where there's always like, dumb weird like trickle down or blowback that always winds up hitting you know just people who don't deserve it so you know let's uh 
hopefully see that work out but yeah i'll keep you posted there also there's another article from the times that kind of talked about that uh circle group or whatever um do 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 silicon valley bank collapses yay uh oh no let me read the whole title silicon valley bank collapse sets off blame game in tech industry so you can read that if you'd like um and then lastly we are going to talk about some wwe but there's a special little twist here Now, I know lately this has usually been about, you know, Vince McMahon and all the allegations and stuff like that, but this is a different thing. This is going to be, a, you know, another interesting development. All right. All right. All right. All right. Um, from CNBC, WWE and talks with state gambling regulators to legalize betting on scripted match results. So, um... A thing I did not have on my 2023 bingo card. Um, apparently, nothing is... Um, you can't escape from the fan duel. You can't escape from the DraftKings. <laughs> they are coming for everything. If, if you can think it, you can bet on it uh, from your phone. And it's funny because, I, you know, I've talked to some of my friends who pretty much, like, right when it became accessible in January... They were just immediately like, let's gamble, let's gamble, let's go. And, you know, overall, they're having fun. They're enjoying themselves. And I think that's all that matters at the end of the day. It doesn't matter whether you gamble from your phone or you gamble at a casino. As long as you're, like, responsible, you're not putting yourself under, then, hey, go nuts. Um, but it's just a crazy idea to me that you could potentially be betting on who is winning a wrestling match. And I know what you're all thinking. I'm sure your eyebrows are cockeyed, you know, as if you were the rock yourself. But it's, it, it, apparently there is a way that as long as you just try to conceal, which is, you know, typically what is supposed to happen. You're never, like only a few people are supposed to know the results of these scripted matches. You know, how these things are supposed to go. It's supposed to be as close and in circle. But sometimes there are leaks. Um, I know one I had listened to was with, they talked about the Royal Rumble at WrestleMania and how like The Rock was like a surprise guest. But even though it was a surprise, maybe generally, people did know about it because it did leak. So imagine like you're doing betting on like who might be a surprise guest at, I don't know, Royal Rumble. Because you really can just bet on fucking anything on, when they break it down when it comes to the gamba on um fan duel sports bet what have you um but the idea that they would say okay we're gonna just be more regulated about it they would work with a company i believe that's called ernest and young which also works with like the um academy awards oscars stuff like that because i didn't know that until this week apparently people bet on that shit too like you got i there's sometimes you just you hear a level of degeneracy and you just go, that's neat. You know what? That's not, I, I think that's kind of charming. Like, no, you know what? I want to know. I'm, I'm down to see who's going to win. Like, you know, I don't know. Best artist of the year, or actor of the year, whatever the fuck. Um, I'm putting, putting money on it. <laughs> um, so, I mean, hell yeah, you gotta love the determination. And, um, I do think if this does wind up going through, it will definitely put more eyes on the um, 
you know, on the entertainment scene and the, the wrestling entertainment scene. You know what I mean? Because even though it's fake, people watch it for fun. Like, I've said this before. Wrestling is just a soap opera for men. Or at least the more testosterone-charged, um, you know, soap opera. Because I know women who are into wrestling. It's fun. I, I um, haven't watched it in a while, but I definitely, you know, remember some of my faves. I was a, you know, I was a Hulkamania guy. Uh, definitely sad to see him, you know, in, in the real life. But that's a whole other thing. Uh, also, I was a rock fan. Um, I feel like I just liked a lot of just, like, the classic picks. Umaga was fun, though. Um, Booker, that was a, you know, that was a good representation, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it would, it's just crazy thought to be like, yeah, we can just, just start, uh, you know, gambling <laughs> on your favorite wrestler. But, um, they are trying to aim, I guess I should, you know, maybe try to talk a little bit of, what's going on here, but the WWE is targeting Michigan, Colorado, and Indiana as potential states to pursue legalization. Um, according to a Michigan gaming spokesperson, the Michigan Gaming Control Board control or publishes a sports wagering catalog. When updates to a catalog are approved, the information is shared publicly through an agency's website with... Uh, and with sportsbook operators. Uh, WWE is already registered with the Indiana Gaming uh, Commission, a move related to this initiative, one of the people said. Um, and then the Colorado Gaming Division, or Colorado Division of Gaming, uh, told CNBC it is not currently considering and has not considered allowing sports betting wagers on WWE matches. Um, and uh, currently has a statute prohibiting wagers on events with fixed or predicted outcomes, including the Academy Awards. So, I mean, it seems like maybe that's a two out of three thing, but we'll see. Um, and there's also mentioned in the article that, you know, they're definitely still trying to sell um, the WWE. So something like this definitely makes it more profitable uh, for a potential sale if they get this off. So I could see I could see the run going, you know. So, interesting times, I'd say. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you. Um, for all the clickers who just tune in, just to, you know, be nice and loyal and support, you're awesome. To the listeners who make it all the way here, you're the best. I love you. Um, thank you so much for, you know, just uh, listening to me, hearing what I have to say. And um, yeah, hopefully I see you soon for some more good news. I love you. Bye-bye. Mwah.